AM600KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to kick off the new year. No, we did it last week, but we'll do it again this week. For those of you who are sleeping in on New Year's Day with Tico and Tracy Venturi, the Venturi Real Estate Group from Keller Williams Realty. All you have to do is pick up the phone and dial them directly, 448-8888. That's 448-8888 or welcomehomeabq.com. That's welcomehomeabq.com. Tico, Tracy, good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Good morning. Good morning and happy new year to you. Happy 2022. It feels like what? spring out there, doesn't it? Does it? I don't know. It kind of does. It kind of does in the middle of January, well, middle of January, beginning of January. One weekend. Yep, one weekend. Here we are. I haven't it, even skied yet this year. I know. Well, we'll there's some there. great skiing well, yet to come to you. Well, I, I heard, where did I hear? Silverton got like eight feet of snow or something something crazy yeah, yeah up, up in silverton I'll, okay that we got way off track we're we're here to talk about real estate tracy it's 2022 and we got a lot going on yeah so we're a weekend here it is january and tigo i just know the statomatic has some stats for us today because you're always ahead of the game so on our new year's day show you had a lot of stats because you'd already run a lot of end of year things waiting wait waiting uh not waiting for the rest of the media to catch up right yeah yeah and you know it's it's interesting oh my gosh does that mean i'm part of the media did you just lump me in with the media no i i said you oh were ahead gosh. of the other media oh yeah anyway you so, run your own stats they don't have to wait for your stats to get there right right right, right. so so Needless to say, 2021 was a banner year for real estate in Albuquerque, in New Mexico, in the entire country. A banner year, for sure. And, you know, kind of the, the, the good, the bad, and maybe the excellent few different, you know, things, if we look at it that way, I don't think there was any ugly. The only ugly that I saw in, in real estate, at least in the real estate media that I follow, are the 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 crash people you know the housing crash people that are just trying to get clicks on youtube and trying to get everybody to believe that everything's going to fall apart and um that that's the only ugly if you say the good the bad and the ugly i think i would say there's some ugly too but it's not just 2021 but you know the affordability the the first time home buyers and ability to get an offer accepted when there's maybe a down payment assistance program a, a loan that's a little bit harder for a buyer to uh, get accepted i was going to call that one the bad oh and, and, i jumped and, ahead there's yeah the no bad. And, and i agree with you that i think that is probably the the unhealthiest piece of the real estate market right now uh, based on a, you know, there's a lot of different numbers that come at us, and and just depending on how we look at it. But if we look at annualized appreciation in the Albuquerque area, I'm seeing numbers anywhere from 10% to 18% over the last 12 months. Right, that is not sustainable. We all know that. Uh, the 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 good news, and this is really part of the good part, is you know people don't buy. They basically pay what they can afford in in the debt, right? They they look at okay, what the, what's the monthly payment? They don't necessarily look at the top line price. I mean, we all do, but it's about you know how much debt can they afford? Right. And and the fact that we had you know three percent interest rates for the most of 2021, we'll get to interest rates in a moment here. 
people that have bought and or refinanced in 2021, that's the good, right? It's they, very good. They, they've locked in their cost of housing for, let's say, the next 30 years, right? If it's a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. And that cost is not going to go up. That's locked in. I mean, obviously, the the cost to maintain your home and all that stuff. Obviously, those things will go up. With, taxes can change. Taxes your will go up. Insurance can yeah. change. Yeah, all that stuff goes up. But you you've locked in your biggest expense for the next thirty years versus, uh, you know, the well. And I, and I just want to put put it. I know you want to say something, but just to, to understand. I mean pay rates are going up, right? The, the, it's going up slowly, but but the actual wages are increasing. So wages are going to continue to increase, but yet you're locked in on your housing costs for the next 30 years. That's my point. Right. Think about all the other things besides housing that have gone up last year that are going to continue to go up. But for people who own a home right now, they they own it at what they bought it at, right? right. They may want to refinance at some point if they haven't, right? If you haven't gone from a six or seven or five percent rate or even a four and a half percent rate and refinanced, you should still be thinking about that. Lock in that lower rate. But it's it's crazy to think of your housing cost is now pretty fixed except for taxes and insurance for up to thirty years. Whereas, I mean, lots of other things have gone up. You know, the minimum wage in Albuquerque in New Mexico went up on the 1st of January. Yep. Significantly, significantly. Very significantly. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, it's it, locking in the rate is good. So the story I wanted to tell the, about this sort of. So um, we talk about our kids every once in a while. So our son, who's been living in Arizona for um, since 18, basically, he's 24, going to be 25. Yeah, since oh during college, yeah. Since he went there for college, but he's been working uh, for three-plus years now, and um, he bought a house last year, actually. Um, End of last 2020. Year. 2020. And it was in yeah, 2020, yeah. He was out during the worst of COVID when we didn't really understand it and know it, looking at houses, and his realtor in Arizona is our brother-in-law, and um, it was not fun to go look at houses. But now he's going, oh, my gosh, I'm so thankful that I bought a house, that I have a low interest rate. At the time, it seemed he didn't get the best rate. It was like 3.35 or something. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, because it dropped right after, down to under two, under three. Um, but now he's sitting on in, uh, high, in appreciation a, a really nice um, home with appreciation and one of the things that we've told buyers for years Tigo and and it sounds self-serving is buy as much house as you can afford don't don't underbuy because the your wages continue to go up over time in the next 30 years you're not still going to be making what you're making today typically you, you would hope yeah. I mean, most people, it's worked out well. So Absolutely. When, yeah. when I see people who say, well, I can afford to buy a $500,000 house, but I only want to buy a two fifty, it I feel like, you know, they're kind of missing out because they're probably going to want to buy another house down the road that better meets their needs. And, and buying the house and getting the low rate and locking it in right now, being in the neighborhood you want and getting the house you want that's going to serve you for a long time was a very good thing for our son. Yeah. We, we thought he was crazy, right? Because we looked at the price what, he was which buying. Is, which is interesting because, you know, what you're saying right now is a belief you've had for a long time. 
And I, I think part of it was just, you know, parents being nervous and, and, and we see that with, with parents helping out their, their kids buying the first house and stuff like that. You know, you want to be, you know, we don't want our kids to overextend themselves, right? We want them to, you know, make good financial decisions. And we know that, you know, from our own experience in our early 20s, we didn't always make good, you know, financial decisions. You might not have, but I did. Okay. So right, don't right. don't lump me in Okay, there. okay. But, you know, our, we're looking at our son who's now been a homeowner for a year and a half or just over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's got 20% appreciation from the market in the home that they own right now. So The, the thing that's interesting is, you know, we, we could say, okay, well, if he bought that home and at a different time, he, he wouldn't have that type of gain. Obviously, it's been an extraordinary gain over the last, you know, year and a half, two years. And the, 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 the part of it is, though, is still understanding it's you're just locking in your housing cost. And that, that brings me to the one of the stories that really jumped out at me this week in, in the real estate world is rental prices up 18.7% in Albuquerque over the last year. So that is, I mean, that is real cost to, to live in a, basically for your housing for people that are renting. And we talk about, okay, well, homes in Albuquerque have gone up anywhere from 10 to 15%, 20%, whatever it is, you know, rents have, have basically outpaced it well. The, the difference is people that are in their house, their, their costs did not go up. But people that are renting, there's a chance that, that their rent can go up every single year. Right. So it's just locking that in. So, yeah, KRQE had a couple uh, real estate stories this week. One of them was this one about uh, rental prices and, and going up, uh, you know, almost uh, 20% in the last year. Versus, and, and they also did a story on uh, top 10 markets in the U.S., which I thought was interesting, Tracy, because – KRQE, obviously, this it's was the from local. Zillow, though they were well, quoting Zillow, right? No, no, no. My my point is, they did this story about top ten markets in the U.S. for 2022, and Albuquerque's not in the list. But I mean, it's great. I'm glad to see the local um, uh, news outlets doing stories on real estate, obviously, because that's what I love. But um, top ten markets. Let's just go through this in uh, 2022, based on uh, Zillow's uh, estimation. So one and two are both in Florida, Tampa yeah. and Jacksonville. And we have good friends that are realtors in both of those markets. Yeah. And it's fun to uh, talk with them. We don't see them in person anymore like we used to twice a year. Um, but we still are in the same circles. And hearing about Tampa is exciting. You know, it's an hour in uh, to the, the Gulf Coast from Orlando. Right. Our hour and a half, I suppose, to get there. Uh, so... Florida, for sure. You know, the whole East Coast migration thing from New Jersey and New York, they say the number one, a different story will tell you the number one place people are moving from is that metro area of New York, New Jersey. Sure. Well, and yeah, if you go through the list, it's interesting because it's really, it speaks Sunbelt, right? So Tampa, Jacksonville, Raleigh, North Carolina, San Antonio, Texas, Charlotte, North Carolina, Nashville, Tennessee, Atlanta, Phoenix, Orlando, Austin, all Sunbelt cities right. for the most part. I don't see Fargo in there or um, no, no, but, <laughs> no you know, Minneapolis but, or you Detroit. Know, what, what's interesting, though, of course, is Boise, Idaho is, is you know, been the, the, the market around the country that's just gone bonkers. Um, and, of course, that is not a Sunbelt country, although it's like here in the sense that it's, it's high desert. It is, but one of the things that I when I read the full story – 
was that they were also looking at about affordability as wait, well, right? Wait, 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 wait. You Not the headline. You didn't just read the headline? Yeah. You actually read the story? I actually looked at, I, you know, we're Zillow Premier agents. I happened to see this come through on my email before this. But, you know, yeah, when I looked at it, I thought, well, so there's some affordability things in here as to why yeah. these will also be hot. And mm. Boise, Idaho is very hot, but, you know, it's the Silicon Valley people that can afford it now mm. because it has changed so much with COVID. So, yeah, and, and you know, if we, if we talk about Albuquerque and affordability, we're still in a good position there. And I look at that all the time. Albuquerque is still, you know, one of the more affordable markets for, for housing, you know, compared to our counterparts. Yeah. So I'm curious with our listeners, you know, if if you were to pick anywhere to move out of our area, out of the state, let's say, you know, where would you go? Love to hear that. You know, you could tweet back to Tigo or something. Is that the best way for someone to tell us where would you go? Give us a tweet. Yeah, that works. That works. You can find me on Twitter, Tigo Venturi. Pretty easy to find. And by the way, you're listening to Albuquerque Real Estate Talk with uh, Tigo and Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. And people can reach us at? 448-8888. The 505-448-8888 or welcomehomeabq.com. Um, yeah, we have a whole team of realtors. We've got a f- few realtors back with us that are uh, back on our team that had left the state for a while and they're back. So we're really excited to start 2022 with some really awesome team members that you know, we've got commercial, we've got land, we've got exchanges, we've got a lot of depth of knowledge in our uh, team of how Cre- they can help. Creative real estate real estate deal making, and uh, that that covers a broad, broad section, but um, that's something we can help with. Right. So, so Tracy, um, I know you, you've got some homes of the weeks, we've got some open houses, we're going to get to those in a second. Just a couple more stories that really jumped out at me this week. And if anybody's out there shopping for a mortgage right right now, they know this is mortgage rates really took a jump this week. They did. Yeah. And so if you're thinking about locking in a rate, you know, if you already have a house under contract, you'll want to be really closely tied in with your lender to find out what the future holds for next week. We're not going to make a call on that. That's that's yeah. that's, that's, that's it's the like lender. A, that whole this thing is like that's between you and your doctor. And it's like, no, that's between you and your lender and you guys, you know. Uh, look at the pros and cons, and there, there's always a lot of news about the bond market and how it affects um, mortgage rates. Totally. And and those guys follow that stuff really, really closely. So it's one of the reasons when we're talking about lenders, we suggest to our home buyers to use a local lender that knows you that or that's going to be there, can pick up the phone and talk to them. A lot of times when you get online and you use an app, it's just whoever picks up the phone at that like call center, so to speak. And a lot of times when you call there for a question, they have to pull up your file and see what the previous conversation was and, and give you you advice. Well, we're talking the benefits of a local lender. They're going to look say, you know, I don't think you should lock your rate today because the um, Fed says blah, blah, blah. And we're expecting this to be released later this week. And I think it might go down a little bit. Let's wait to lock or wait. They'll call you even the local lenders. I know they'll call and say, hey, rates just dropped. You should lock today. I've had that happen. In fact, on our last refinance on our, our 
primary residence, um, yeah, one of the local lenders called me and said, you know, I know you're talking about refinancing, but today may be the day. And, to lock a rate yeah. and decide to do it. Yeah, and that, that was good. Um, the other story in the, the mortgage world was FHFA, which if most people don't know what that is, but it's uh, they, they oversee both Fannie and Freddie Mac, which, which basically buy most of the mortgages. Federal Housing Finance Authority. Correct, correct. And, or agency. And, and they're the ones that, that put out the guidelines on mortgages, right? And one of the things they've come out with this week is they're really, uh, let's say, cracking down or putting the screws on second homes. They're really going to, uh, well, t- two things. One, high uh, expense properties, they're going to make it more expensive for them to underwrite those mortgages, so jumbo loans. Uh, the, and then the other p- piece is on second homes. People who buy in second homes are going to make it more expensive to to get a mortgage for those type of properties. And 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 I see what they're doing. I know it's some of it's politics, some of it's you know uh, just saying why why are we this agency that's put in place to help first time home buyers and low income home buyers, you know, subsidizing rich people, right? And I know a lot of people out there are probably cringing when I say that, but I'm just saying that's what they're doing. That's what they're looking at. And and that's um some people think it's great. Some people think it doesn't make any sense, but it's but it's happening. Yep. And it could change again. Who knows? So we do have some homes new on the market this week. A couple open houses, I think, today. So let's get right into it. We have a really uh, great property downtown, 1120 Edith. Yeah. Um, southeast. And it's a really sweet house. It's 250000 built in like 1908, just under 1,500 square feet. It has an open house today, Saturday from 2 to 4. We're expecting to be very busy. Um, if you want to see that house... Uh, plan to be there and see others and uh, the sellers are so gracious to allow uh, everyone to come through their home from two to four today we also have another property on um, 77 kiva place in paco san Pedro. well paco paco Paco, north 14 on the other side of the mountain paco is a great master plan community they have some amenities i think they have like tennis courts and they have book clubs and well they've got the golf club and they've got the paco golf course which is you know private but you can you can go right i mean public but it's not like you have to have a membership or right it's right yeah. yeah So that one's also open today from one to three. That house is seventy-seven Kiva Place for six hundred and fifteen thousand, and it's an interesting property because it has um, a guest house also. I believe I can't quite see it. So Tigo, you'll have to tell me. But it's a it's a great property, twenty-seven hundred and sixty-two square feet in Paco, and um, open house tomorrow great. or today, cool Saturday. Yeah, so a couple, and, and we have, we have some, an, uh, go ahead. A new new property on the yeah. market also mm-hmm. um, in Bosque Farms, which is hard to find, you know, close close in for a lot of people who travel to downtown and the base. It's 4099, 409,900. It's on just over an acre. It's a single story ranch home built in 1964, just under 2,500 square feet. And uh, that one just hit the market. So 250 Valencia Drive. Let, let me make a comment. Comment on that because I was working on that one. Um, it's a 
big sprawling house you said you know about 2500 but it has a two-car garage plus a two-car carport plus a sunroom so it actually has a lot of square footage under roof if mm -hmm. if you will so um great one if you're looking for that kind of um I don't know if like, I call it an estate type property, but you know the the that valley feel, you know that country feel down there in Bosky Farms. So the 250 Valencia Drive, Bosky Farms. You just need to call us if you want to make an appointment to see that house. It's not open, um, but they have RV storage, workshop there. I saw the pictures too. A lot of cross fencing. Yep. Big field. You know, just over an acre on a corner. So great property. We have others coming. So if there's something in particular you're looking for, we have quite a few homes that are in the process of getting photos and being ready to be market. So let us know your wish list and we'll see what we've got and yeah. see if we can't uh, pair you up. Let's just talk about some of the data from 2021. Got to get all these years right. I know. Uh, they all blend together anymore. So 2021, Albuquerque uh, area saw a almost 3% increase in the number of homes sold, which is extraordinary when you think about the fact that we actually had the, the, the number of homes for sale at any given time was 40% less than 2020, which was substantial like 40 percent less than 2019 so yeah it's it's interesting because yes you'd think well there's no homes on the market but yet we had an increase in the number of homes sold record year for a uh, number of homes sold you know a calendar year so just shy of, of 15,000 homes so that's uh a lot of real estate moving through you know it is and and at this point it doesn't look like that's slowing down maybe a little bit you know we kind of hope that that home prices uh taper a little bit because we like i've said earlier we can't have this crazy appreciation continue uh for much longer um the the thing that's interesting though so so we say okay sales are up number of homes on the market is way down the thing that really changed was the the days on market and and that's so where from being available to going under contract with an accepted offer correct correct so the median days on market for the entire year was four days that's average or it's average of the median for the entire year if that made sense wow which which means that that half of the homes in the albuquerque area last year sold under within four days when you say sold just to be clear you mean and had an accepted offer. Correct. Went under contract. Went under contract. Yeah. Yeah. We use this lingo and it's it's confusing to me even. So Yeah, and and at this point in, you know, December and then now in January, it's it's the same. You know, good homes are coming on the market, they're selling very fast. Um, and there's still a lot of buyers out there waiting for homes to come on the market. Right now, January 2022, we're at the lowest number of homes on the market we've seen, you know, going back to, I, I don't even know when, right? We probably don't even have data that goes back that far. So extraordinarily low number of homes on the market. So, you know, generally we see a increase in the number of homes on the market coming into like April, Tracy, late February, eight, uh, March, and right. then into April. And I would say if people are thinking of selling, you might want to think about doing it earlier this this time around then a little bit later because right now the demand is still strong and the supply is very low that's right so 
what should buyers be thinking about when we talk about this? We're saying, you know, low supply, be ready, you got to move. What, what do buyers need to be thinking about, Tracy? That's a perfect segue. It's what I was wanting to talk about. So buyers, um, we had somebody this week that um, lives in New Mexico, but a couple hour drive from, from our metro area, and they need a house. They've gotten, they've been transferred here, and but they had to go back to their home. And um, they're saying, well, I'll come up again Saturday and I want to see this house and that house. And we're like, um, we need to do some video tours. Those houses won't be available. We'll look on Friday and see what's available for Saturday. But having having the knowledge, doing that whole consult with us about the market and making sure we have everything ready and that you realize that, you know, if you see the right one, we need to um, put an offer together right away and get it in. But having your lending ready to go, not just I filled out an application online, but that we sat down, um, we took in time to send our taxes, that we've taken the time for the lender to be able to look at all of our documentation that so shows. The, so it's the whole pre-approved versus pre-qualified thing. Right. Yeah, and it, right. it matters. It matters a lot when you're writing your offers. It does matter. And, you know, as someone who, or a, a team that sells quite a few houses, we know um, from the seller's perspective who the, who your lender is matters, right? That it's a local lender that has a good reputation and that the... Um, Agents it, feel good about it. Isn't it interesting? Because I remember, um, let's go back maybe 10 years in real estate and, you know, a lot of the online, you know, websites were just coming in and everybody was going, oh, it's just going to be click to buy a home. It's going to be like Amazon and you can just, you know, click here, put it in your shopping cart and buy a home. And it, and as time has gone on, the number of people that rely on a real estate agent to help them through the the uh, transaction has actually increased. Right. And the complexity of the transactions have gotten greater. A lot of that has to do with rules, regs, and and so on. Um, but but it's um, you know getting that consultant that that gets you and holds your hand through the deal, not just your real estate agent, but the lender. Right. Actually having a personal relationship with somebody to to help you through the deal makes a big difference it really does and you know Tigo, a lot of the lenders that our clients re have relied upon will also call a listing agent so we write an offer for them we submit it we present it to the listing agent to present to the seller but we also have a lot of our lenders call the listing agent as well to say hey i just want to let you know that this borrower for that offer that you just got from tracy venturi um, they are solid they're going to be able to close on this home it's not going to if something doesn't go through it's not because of lending i've already checked their credit we've already done x Y and Z. They're a solid borrower. I just want to make sure that you give their offer great consideration. That goes a long ways, right? Yeah, no, re reputation matters. And that's what I was trying to get to is that reputation does matter both both for the, the realtor and for the lender when you are a buyer. And when you're on the, on the selling side, knowing, you know, the reputation of that other party matters too. And that just takes experience from your listing agent to know you know, what, what could be a red flag and what could not be a red flag. And honestly, from the representing a home seller as a listing agent, um, you know, as realtors, we have a code of ethics. We, we're not going to talk bad about another agent. We're not going to say, oh, we really don't want to work with that person. 
or whatever, right? We don't want to share maybe a bad past experience we had. Um, so, you know, we work hard to make sure we give everybody a fair chance. But when you have a great lender and a great agent on the other side, it sure helps. Yeah, no, it does. It does. Um, Tracy, you brought up something at our, our, our team meeting about home warranties the other day, and I just wanted to wrap with that. And, and boy, they, you know, when, when we buy stuff these days, everywhere we go, we go to Lowe's, we go to Home Depot, you know, go to Best Wal- buy. Walmart, you know, it's saying, do you want to buy a warranty? Amazon, do you want to buy a warranty? And and I think we've, we're so used to just saying no, 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 you know, I think it depends on the product. But this is a product when you're buying a home, where there can be some pretty substantial expenses. And and actually, you know, home warranties are relatively, I, I would say, you know, compared to things like uh, um, extended warranties on cars, extended warranties on, you know, TVs. television sets and stuff. It's actually, I think, very reasonable. You know, you can get a full home warranty for around $500 that will cover, you know, pretty major issues if they come up. And actually, they're more about... Um they're more in the six six hundred and fifty range right now to get a really good home warranty. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, there's different levels. But it's very affordable. Yeah. So you know, we used to when I was new to real estate, the uh, my mentor would say, "Yeah, you really want to get somebody who's maybe a first time borrower that's using a down payment program or is getting a gift for their down payment. That once they close on the house, they're not going to have any money left if they move in and something breaks. Right? They should really get a warranty. Well. Now, uh, we had two examples in our meeting, right? Mm -hmm. We have a client who just bought a million-dollar house and got a home warranty, and they moved in, and there was not hot water to half of the house, right? And the warranty company's taking care of it. But also, we met with somebody that we sold a house to a few years ago who's getting ready to move out of the area, and they were telling us what a blessing that home warranty was that they got because there was... They, as we walked through their house, they said, oh, yeah, that was new, too, because the home warranty took care of it in the first year. It didn't work after a couple months. And they they probably benefited, as I recall, from about $3,000 worth of repairs on things on their warranty. Yeah, it's some, it's something to consider. And it um, uh, I think it's I think it's a good value compared to other you know, warranty type products out there. And typically it's for when you buy a house, you know, you can go and get one on your existing home, but they're going to have a pre-existing clause and you won't get as great a rate as if it's during the purchase process. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. We'll leave it there. Another great show right here in the Kiva with uh, Tigo and Tracy Venturi, the Venturi Real Estate Group from Keller Williams Realty. All you have to do is pick up the phone and uh, dial them directly at 448-8888. That's 448-8888 or welcomehomeabq.com. We'll see you them same same time, same place next week right here in the Kiva. I never, 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 I